This is the Wireford 2330 Zulu, November 6, 2023. Precedence is routine. Information cutoff is 2200. Bottom line up front. War continues in the Middle East. Demonstrations on home front intensify. Beginning with international events. In the Middle East, the Israeli invasion of Gaza continues as before. Jordan begins para-dropping aid supplies in Gaza. Egypt reportedly closes the Rafah border crossing. No further details on which citizens are allowed to enter Egypt, if any. Rocket attacks from Hezbollah in Lebanon have increased in frequency and have begun to strike deeper into Israel. Israel's aero defense system was reportedly successful in its first operational test, intercepting a Yemeni ballistic missile in space for the first time. Yemen has continued to launch a variety of cruise missiles and ballistic missiles towards Israel, prompting U.S. Navy Aegis ships in the Red Sea to intercept the launches. The International Committee of the Red Cross, Red Crescent, and the United Nations are working to secure a safe evacuation corridor following an Israeli strike on a medical convoy. The IDF claims Hamas fighters were in the convoy, but the United Nations has denied these claims and is working with the ICRC to provide escorts to prevent future targeting of medical convoys and facilities. So far, attempts at establishing a humanitarian corridor have failed as no mitigating factors, such as the Red Cross or United Nations paint schemes and flags, have resulted in any sort of protection from strikes. In politics, Emeche Eliyahu, the Minister of Heritage for the Jewish Power Party, openly calls for the use of nuclear weapons in Gaza. Prime Minister Netanyahu suspends Eliyahu based on these comments. Analysts comment, Though this rhetoric is extremely concerning, the use of nuclear weapons by Israel in Gaza is unlikely at this time, as traditional conventional weapons have so far been extremely effective in targeting Palestinians. On the home front in the United States, threats of domestic terrorism remain elevated as pro-Palestinian protests remain kinetic. So far, large demonstrations have taken place in most U.S. cities. On Friday night, demonstrators caused a riot at the White House. Though riots doctrinally remain low-intensity conflict, the groups that are participating in pro-Palestine demonstrations are the groups that have demonstrated willingness to carry out more deliberate, targeted attacks. Antifa and BLM groups have increased hostile online rhetoric and have used this opportunity to share tactics and host educational content that instructs members on how to carry out more traditional terror attacks. Analyst comments for this wire. As a reminder, Gaza is one of the most population-dense locations on Earth. This differentiates this conflict from those in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Syria that many Americans have grown weary of. Gaza City, despite being only 18 square miles, has a higher population density than New York City. Israel is claimed to have dropped 6,000 bombs of roughly 4,000 metric tons worth within just the first five days of the war and has been dropping thousands of tons per week since. Almost all of these airstrikes have been in heavily populated areas, leading to the United Nations claiming a casualty count of over 10,000. Administrative note. The information warfare and speech targeting that we saw during the Ukrainian war does not hold a candle to that which we are seeing as humanity's oldest and most intense conflict remains kinetic in the Middle East. With the Ukrainian war, most journalists and analysts who failed to support the official narrative were faced with ostracization and the loss of their livelihood. With this conflict, in addition to the constraints of social norms, there are also hate speech laws that make some observations illegal. In some nations, even a mainstream news article can describe the situation on the ground in the most objective and neutral way possible and still be considered to be illegal hate speech. 
direct quotes from elected officials when repeated online can also be viewed in the same way by authorities. This complicates analytical work and results in very few open and honest descriptions of what is going on on the ground. As such, not only are most information sources unreliable, but the legal implications of speech are also likely to result in the situation becoming more unclear as the war continues. This concludes The Wire for 2330 Zulu, November 6th, 2023.